I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts celebrates a major milestone. I'm Melissa Howell. At 910, the effects as Russia steps up its attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure. The next story might cause you to Google Lassie. I'm Del Walters. Good to be with you this morning. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Just a little over two weeks until the midterms, and both sides think they have the momentum going in. Here's CBS's Christopher Cruz. Democrats are dealing with the headwinds of inflation and high gas prices while they try to make points and gain votes by criticizing Republicans on abortion and voting rights. They hope forgiving student debt will motivate younger voters to go to the polls. Republicans are focused on ending Democratic control of Congress. They're talking about the economy, crime, and immigration. And while it's still early, voter turnout for the 2022 midterms appears to be on pace to shatter some records. Seven million ballots have already been cast across 39 states. Now that the January 6th committee has formally subpoenaed former President Trump, the big question, will he testify? Law professor Nicholas Almendera says Trump has options. It's not real clear to me what grounds he would have to fight it legally, but that would drag things out, potentially for a long time. And the entire house could turn over, so that could really change what's happening. If you were hoping to get help soon with those piling up student loan bills, you'll have to wait. The president's loan forgiveness program has been put on hold. Our Catherine Herridge with details. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals issued a stay, which will prohibit the government from, quote, discharging any student loan debt. The court says it must first rule on an emergency request by Republican-led states to block the policy. A lower court already said their challenge to the program lacks standing. All across the world yesterday, there were rallies calling for a regime change in Iran. CBS's Adriana Diaz. The biggest was in Berlin. Tens of thousands protested in the German capital, filling it with the colors of Iran's flag and chanting women, life, freedom. Protests in Iran are entering its six weeks, sparked by the death of a 22-year-old who was detained for not wearing her hijab. She later died in police custody. Russian airstrikes have intensified in Ukraine. More than a million people are without power. But President Zelensky said Ukrainians will not back down. And even now, partially in the dark, life in our Ukraine is still civilized, unlike Russia that brings us this terror. You have champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Make sure to get your lottery tickets. No one won Powerball last night, which means tomorrow night's jackpot will be at least $610 million. It's the third largest in Powerball history. The jackpot was last won August the 3rd. There have been more than 30 drawings since, but no one's been lucky enough to match all six numbers. The odds of winning are 1 in 292 mil. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 903, Sunday, October 23, 2022, 51 degrees in Gaithersburg. Isolated showers expected today, highs in the mid to upper 60s.
Good Sunday morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. Two fatal pedestrian crashes are under investigation in two counties, one in Montgomery, the other in Prince George's. Montgomery County Police and Fire and Rescue responded to Mid-County Highway and Miller Fall Road a little before 845 last night. They found a man in the roadway. He was pronounced dead. Meanwhile, in Prince George's County, officers responded to the intersection of Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and Sheriff Road around 810 last night. They found a man there who was unresponsive and he was pronounced dead. The drivers in both incidents remained on scene. Prince George's County welcomed residents for a special celebration this week. The town of Bladensburg is coming up on its 280th anniversary. From good food and games to live performances, Bladensburg pulled out all the stops to celebrate 280 years. The town was founded October 29, 1742, making it the oldest town in Prince George's County. Mayor Takesha James speaking with NBC4. No matter where you may have migrated from to get here, we're here as one family uh, celebrating. The event wrapped up yesterday with fireworks and a cannon. Oh, and a little bit of history. Folks from Bladensburg are proud to call themselves Bladensburgers. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. As Metro tries to get all of its sidelined 7,000 series rail cars back on the tracks, it's looking ahead to its new 8,000 series cars as well. And they promise some nice features for riders. In revealing its final designs for a new Hagerstown train factory, Hitachi Rail also outlined what riders can expect from Metro's upcoming rail cars. Features being touted include onboard Wi-Fi, digital display screens, improved ventilation systems, and even heated floors. The new factory is set to open in early 2024 and crank out up to 20 rail cars a month. Metro has already ordered 256 of the new cars and has the option to buy as many as 800. The cars will replace Metro's 2000 and 3000 series fleets, which have been in service since the 1980s. John Aaron, WTOP News. A woman is recovering from her injuries after being attacked and robbed on an escalator at the Columbia Heights Metro Station. Metro Transit Police say the robber hit the 54-year-old woman as she entered the station. She was robbed of a bag and a scooter. The victim was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A visitation and a funeral was held in Arlington Saturday to remember a civil rights leader who was shot and killed while on vacation earlier this month. It was a sad farewell for Kent Carter, a realtor and vice president of the NAACP's Arlington branch, who police say was the victim of gang activity on Turks and Caicos, where he was vacationing, celebrating his 40th birthday. One of those remembering him fondly at his funeral at Mount Olive Baptist Church was his friend, Chris Brown. He was a CEO, he was a brother. He was a protector, a leader, a Masonic brother, a motivator. He had confidence, empathetic, a consummate professional, and somebody will always remember and miss. Carter was also an Army veteran who served in Afghanistan. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Police in Turks and Caicos have arrested and charged a person of interest in Kent Carter's October 2nd killing. The Whitman Walker Foundation raises over half a million dollars as they look to expand their footprint in Southeast D.C. The 36th annual 5K Walk to End HIV was held at the Max Robinson Center and continues their mission to end HIV in the district. Executive Director Abby Fenton says the money will help support a new building on the St. Elizabeth's campus. This is something that Whitman Walker has dreamed of for years. We always wanted to expand our footprint over in Southeast and do something. And we're so excited that now we can be on St. Elizabeth's campus and we can bring 
uh, care to 10,000 more patients a year. The new facility will have what she calls wraparound care. We're doing research out of the new facility. We'll have mammography and x-ray. So we hope to be a one-stop shop for folks. Meteorologist Chuck Bell from our news partner NBC4 was one of the co-hosts of the event. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Russia steps up its attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure. Infrastructure. Meredith Wilson on the way to talk about it along with the effects of these attacks. It's 907. What do you have for us today, Charlotte? Charlotte is the little sister of the tooth fairy. Charlotte is the junk fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months, yes, you're not storing stuff, you've got junk. Turn your storage shed into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Let Meadows Farms Nurseries help you prepare for the winter with Mulch Madness. Four bags of shredded hardwood mulch for just $15.55. That's four bags for $15.55. And these are the big bags, three cubic feet. That's four bags for $15.55 for all Meadows Farms VIP customers. You can sign up to be a VIP customer at any of their 17 nurseries or go to meadowsfarms.com for more details. Limit 100 bags per customer. Hurry, offer ends October 26. Meadows Farms Nurseries, plant a little happiness. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather. Let's go to Mary in the traffic center. All right. Thanks, Liz. And we go straight to the Beltway. It's our big story on a Sunday morning. Since the 6 o'clock hour, we've had an overturned truck on the Beltway. It continues on the cleanup. Eric saw the heavy-duty wrecker. So this is an advisory on the advisory. They will stop traffic to move this equipment around. The outer loop currently jammed at Georgia Avenue exit 31 and it's a slow roll when happening passing the temple staying to the left to get by again an Amazon truck there were boxes there's a fuel spill that becomes your breakaway past the temple and toward Connecticut Avenue you have all your lanes back this is the only crash or slowdown happening on the beltway currently joining the outer loop from Connecticut Avenue or any points west put you beyond this issue there's nothing on 270 95 beltway to beltway doing okay and they reopen the northbound baltimore washington parkway after an earlier crash investigation there is a wreck in hyattsville however edmonston road both ways between kenilworth and hamilton street you will be under police direction prince george's county side of the beltway through largo lanham no big delays but around fedex field traffic control and some volume there watch for police direction New wreck is coming inbound Suitland Parkway, Firth Sterling, actually both directions near Firth Sterling, watch for response. Biotechnologies, biometric technologies have changed how we protect our identity. Idemia solutions are designed with privacy in mind. Learn more at integrity with an identity with integrity.com. Mary DePomp and WTP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Tracking an area of low pressure that will continue to bring clouds to the region through the afternoon hours. If you're in D.C. or points east, you have a better likelihood of seeing some scattered showers into the afternoon. On and off at times, not going to be a washout by any means. We're in the middle to upper 60s, and it looks like we'll start to clear out through the overnight. Temperatures falling into the 40s. For your Monday, warmer. We'll see middle 70s here in a few spots, lower 
lower 70s north of D.C. with plenty of sunshine. Lower 70s, plenty of sunshine on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. It's 54 degrees at the wharf in D.C., also 54 in Oxon Hill and 49 degrees in Sterling. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11 oh, it's a 9-11. Russia has stepped up attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure, power plants, water systems, and more in recent days. And infrastructure in the rest of Europe may also be targeted. Things like internet cables, public transit, energy infrastructure. So how vulnerable are these systems and what are the ramifications of attacks on them? Well, here with more, Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. Good morning, Meredith. Morning, Liz. So how concerned should we be about possible Russian sabotage in Western Europe? And could something like that happen here? It is concerning. And it's 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 probably less of a possible and more of an actually already happening in small measures around Europe. Um, we've seen, uh, you know, a, a whole bunch of drone sightings near um, offshore platforms. There was a uh, cable damaged between France and the U.S. last week, an internet cable. There was another in Denmark, another one off of the Shetland Islands in uh, northern Scotland. And so um, I, I think it's already happening there. It's a question of how severe does it become and how disruptive does it become? As for happening here in the U.S., um, you know, these more physical sabotage attacks are probably less likely here, but certainly possible. I think probably the bigger concern here is still um, things like cyber attacks, things that can be undertaken remotely. Ah, okay. Okay. So why would Putin, who is struggling in Ukraine and perhaps losing, uh, according to what some analysts think, and why would he risk a broader conflict with the West? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um it's it's an interesting question, but I think that, you know, the biggest thing here is that he's still looking for ways to divide the EU over Russia. He's he's looking for ways to divide public opinion and um, ultimately weaken resolve uh, for the fight in Ukraine. By doing so, I think he's still hoping to get some kind of rollback of sanctions or, uh, you know, compromise solution on Ukraine. And so the more uncomfortable and inconvenienced by these things that Europe becomes, I think the thought process is that the more likely they are to, uh, you know, to not stay the course. And final question. Question. Uh, Putin has threatened more, even uh, nuclear attacks. How likely is is that? So, so in our assessment, um, you know, it remains a distant possibility, and um, you know, so thus it is certainly something to be concerned about. Um, I think it'd be naive to think that he wouldn't do that, but. The decision to do so would trigger such extreme consequences for Russia and the West, it'd likely be a last resort. We think it's really far more likely that he's going to increase these sort of non-attributed sabotage attacks um, and cyber attacks and, um, you know, pretty much anything to weaken uh, infrastructure across uh, Ukraine and Europe in the near term. Well, thank you so much. That's Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. Coming up on WTOP, the Terps have plans to go bowling at the end of the season. That, yeah, that is a play on words. Jay Brooks will have more in sports. It's 914. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates, 
And having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Jay Brooks. Good morning, Liz. College football is where we start. Maryland with a thrilling comfort-behind victory over Northwestern, who have now lost six in a row. 31-24 the final. Roman Hebby with the 75-yard touchdown run with 3.22 to go. Head coach Mike Loxley on being led by that running back. Roman Hebby came through big, um, you know, big runs, big-time plays. Uh, he showed exactly what we talk about, his ability to hit the home run. And, you know, it couldn't have happened at a better time for us. We needed it. Up next, the Terps pick. Picking out bowling shirts, bowl eligible, earliest since October 11th of 2001, and with a week off until November 5th when they are at Penn State. For the rest of the college scoreboard, please visit our sports page of our website, WTOP.com. NFL homecoming for Washington hosting the Green Bay Packers. Carson Wentz officially placed on the injured reserve. That means... Taylor Heineke, at least for the next four weeks, is your starter. That said, this week's D.C. Sports Huddle had both George Wallace and Rob Woodford talking about the next four weeks with Heineke and without Carson Wentz. What happens if he goes one and three? You're not going to bring Carson Wentz back? He's going to fall under the 70%. Carson Wentz went one and four. So, I mean, I understand that. but go based on record. How about this? I guess it depends how how they look, how they go one and three, how they go two. Now, you go four and oh, fine. Yeah. Different story. Check out the D.C. Sports Huddle on the podcast, D.C. App Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. Baseball playoffs, Phillies over the Padres 10-6 in last night's game four of the NLCS. Phils a win away from the fall classic game five, a 237 first pitch this afternoon in Philly. And the Astros up 3-0 after uh, their 5-0 win in game four of the ALCS over the Yankees Saturday night. Game five tonight in New York, a 7-0-7 start as Houston is a win away from the World Series. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Two weeks out from the midterms, Republicans hold an edge over Democrats in the polls as the inflation plagues voters before the holiday season. Chinese President Xi Jinping has further solidified his control of China, earning another term as president and promoting allies in his government. Enchanting crowds rallied in D.C. to show solidarity with protesters facing a violent government crackdown in Iran. The demonstrations in Iran and around the world were sparked by the death of a 22-year-old woman in the custody of Iran's morality police. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 917. And if you're walking around Old Town Alexandria's Harbor this weekend, you might notice a new tall ship towering over the other boats. That would be the pride of Baltimore. And WTOP's Luke Lukert reports that you are welcome aboard. Free deck tours are offered all weekend. This is absolutely amazing. It's very cool to look at. And it's just the amount of ropes. According to the ship's crew, it's around three miles of line, and every rope has a name that the crew has to memorize. It's really incredible to move this amount 
much of a boat just with the wind. Not only will you be able to learn about the schooner's 19th century history, you can ask any one of the 12 crew for sea stories from all over the world. First mate Siobhan Innes on her favorite voyage. The Bay of St. Lawrence with all the mountains and having a pod of beluga whales. To learn more about the Pride of Baltimore, head to WTOP.com. In Alexandria, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Let's go to Mayor DePomp in the traffic center. All right, Liz, and we're going straight to the Beltway. Our big story of this morning from the 6 o'clock hour, Amazon truck overturned on the Beltway in Montgomery County. As it stands now, the outer loop jammed at George Avenue, exit 31, slowly rolling toward and past the temple, staying to the left to get by the cleanup underway. Heavy-duty wreckers spotted on scene. There were boxes and a diesel spill. So after you pass the temple in this, staying to the left, that becomes a breakaway point. You're back to speed before you even get to Connecticut Avenue. This is the only thing currently happening on the Beltway. So if you join the Outer Loop from Connecticut or points west, you are beyond this issue. There's nothing on 270. Maryland 200 ICC runs well. 95 Beltway to Beltway doing okay. Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound now jam past 175 toward 32 for reasons yet to be determined. Maybe folks are heading to the Prince George's County side of the Beltway and FedEx Field. Not clear the commander's traffic. They do have secondary roadways near the field with traffic control happening now. Coming inbound on the Suitland Parkway at 1st Sterling, that's the sign of a new crash. Watch for possible police direction there. Biometric technologies have changed how we protect our identity. Idemia solutions are designed with privacy in mind. Learn more at identitywithintegrity.com. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. We've got a coastal storm that is going to continue to introduce more cloud cover across the region for your day-to-day. Temperature-wise, we're talking mid to upper 60s, and some scattered showers are possible from I-95 to points east of Washington. The closer you get to the beaches, the higher likelihood of seeing some rain today. We will continue to dry out though through the overnight and clearing conditions are anticipated for your day tomorrow. We'll be in the lower 70s with sunshine for Monday, lower 70s with sunshine on Tuesday, and lower 70s with partly sunny conditions on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. 54 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 56 in Crofton, 54 degrees on Lafont Plaza. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a Prince George's County Council member resigns amid controversy over a new appointment. 921. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com the children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down, so she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day, and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. The Good Feet store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet store. With the Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm going to say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel. 
The Price is Right Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of $200,000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in The Price is Right, one in 2040000 with almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. Listening to WTOP News. It's 9:23. An Indiana man gets a 60-month prison sentence for carrying two loaded handguns on the Capitol grounds and assaulting law enforcement officers during the January 6th Capitol riot. 57-year-old Mark Andrew Maza of Shelbyville, Indiana, pleaded guilty to the charges this past June. A Justice Department release also notes Maza will face three years supervised release after his prison term and over $2,000 in restitution. He's accused of having a revolver loaded with three shotgun shells and two hollow-point bullets during the Capitol riot of 2021. A member of the Prince George's County Council is quitting after the controversy caused by his appointment to a county watchdog role. Council member Todd Turner said he was stepping down in a statement. He says he's making the move in the best interest of the county. Other council members expressed concern over Turner's appointment as executive director of the county's Office of Ethics and Accountability. They wondered whether he was too closely aligned with county executive Angela Alselbrooks. One member speculated that Turner's appointment as the county's chief watchdog would damage the office's credibility. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky has tested positive for COVID. A release from the agency says Walensky is up to date on her vaccinations, but she's still suffering from mild symptoms. The CDC says the director will follow the agency's general guidelines and isolate at home, taking her meetings virtually. As a precaution, senior agency staff who were in close contact with Walensky have been informed and will monitor their health. Chances are, if you had a tail, you'd be wagging it at the end of this story. WTOP's Del Walters tells the tale. Nothing tugs at our hearts more than a missing family pet. Their cute little puppy faces litter telephone poles and trees around the DMV. So cue the Lassie music. If you don't know the story, Google it. When Dante disappeared, he joined the masses of the missing. The family assumed never to be found, just like Lassie on TV. So they went to the shelter for a replacement, but none could be found until they scanned the pictures and one popped out. Looked a lot like Dante, perhaps because it was. Dante was found in another county and brought to the shelter. Today he's back home with one good story to tell any future little Dante doggies. Del Walters, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The economic backdrop is taking a toll on store shelves. The National Retail Federation reports nearly $95 billion in losses last year associated with shrink, products that have gone bad or were stolen. Jennifer Bartesius, senior retail staples analyst with Bloomberg Intelligence, explains. The retail industry has had trouble keeping stores fully staffed because of higher costs. And at the same time, you have the consumer who's under a lot of 
pressure financially. And whenever that happens, there's greater temptation for theft. But it's not just the average shopper. Rodney McMullen, who's the CEO of Kroger, actually was saying that late last year, a big chunk of their overall losses were related to organized crime. Many stores have resorted to locking up items and other security measures. There are things like RFID tags that help regulate where goods are moving within the store. There are things like video analytics where they can use video cameras to really look for changes in behavior or suspicious behavior. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather with a little more than two weeks ahead of midterm elections, both Democrats and Republicans are claiming momentum. It's 927.